episode of Good Witch, Bad Witch. Which witch are you? Discussing Haunted Colorado, Riverdale Road's numerous accidents and the victims it claimed, Ridge Home, a state-run institution with a checkered past, the Stanley Hotel with several haunted rooms, and the tie-in to Stephen King's The Shining, and more. And now, the witches themselves, Shelley and Lisa. Welcome, witches. It's nice to have you all back again. We're all in the studio together, and we're going to talk about some really scary stuff today. Spooky. Hey, uh, you guys know the bad witch, Lisa Brown. That's me. And I'm your good witch, Shelly Majors. And I'm a sissy pants and um, like a scaredy cat, so we're going to scare the pants off you and and maybe me. I'm going to be pantsless. (laughs) Yep, you already are. This is going to get interesting. (laughs) We're in the studio. Um, Nobody can see this, but Shelly is pantsless. Yep, and it's a good look. With a tube top on. That is never a good look, even in my finest hour. (laughs) Just a tube top and no pants. I miss the tube top. Tube top's holding the only thing I want. We should bring back the tube top. Well, I think that'd be pretty easy. Take some stretchy material, sew it up the back, bada boom, bada bing. I could only wear it as a headband, I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Taking a a fashion turn. It is. We are fashionistas. Quite. Of the witchy persuasion (laughs) well one thing that's kind of been happening with our show that i really like um especially with our ads and um some of our content is that it's very colorado centric yes and i feel like uh, more than a lot of states colorado people are really proud of being coloradans and we have really cool logo things and you know we're all you know elitist bicycling Whatever. Mountain yeah. people. We're all in the fray. That's yeah. what it means. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The band? Yes. Oh, okay. Oh. We're all winger. Um, so, but uh, for you spookophiles or, um, you know, people that are into the the dark side. Is we spookophile wanted to t- really a word? I don't know. Oh, okay. Shh, don't call me a word. Don't call me Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead, Miss Spookophile. Yes. Um, I coined it. It's mine. Yeah. Ooh, speaking of coining things, let's take a sidebar. Yeah. Uh, me and Lisa came up with a new word this week. Yes. Yes. So we were... Daryl was in on it, too. Yes. So uh, we went out to dinner for Lisa's birthday, and she had been texting me about an issue that I won't go into here, but she did not agree with one of my life decisions. And it's about 10 o'clock at night, and I'm about three or seven seltzers in, and we're having this conversation back and forth, and I can see that it's about to go a little dark where Lisa doesn't uh, agree with me. And I, I wasn't mad. I was just like, eh, I'm kind of done with it. And I passed out slash fell asleep. And I woke up the next morning and she's like, hello, crickets, radio silence. And then we talk later. She's like, are you mad at me? And I'm like, no, I, I had tech, text-alepsy. Text-alepsy. That's our new word. <laughs> yeah. Her That's text when you fall so asleep <laughs> while you're texting. <laughs> because you're so nervous that there might actually be an argument. Like, right. fuck it, I'm so sleeping. let's talk about this. No, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, your face. Your <laughs> Did you fall asleep? She (laughs) fell asleep again. She seriously, you should have seen her face. I'm like, let's bring this up. Let's go and let's see because she knows she's wrong. Okay, so um, so Colorado Center. Yeah, sorry. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Our um, opening topic today is going to be our greatest fears. And um, I just, so uh, mine kind of goes around in a circle. If anybody knows me very well, they know that my biggest, biggest fear, well, what they think, and it's not. Okay, let, let's go back. <laughs> what they think is my biggest fear is birds. I am insanely afraid of dead birds. Not, I don't like live birds, but I really am afraid of dead birds. Specifically. Specifically. Now, now that I'm older, I have figured out why. So let's, oh. <laughs> Brian Nightmare. Is, Brian is um, just pecking on Lisa. Pecked on Shelly's uh, head with a, a cardinal, I think is what that is. Or a cuckoo bird. It could it's be a cuckoo say. bird. This is um, not cuckoos for cuckoo. So, but it's, it's not alive. It's not dead. It's stuffed. So it's all right. Um, okay. So let's. So origin story, please. Origin of my fear of dead birds. Okay, I've, I've come to realize, and as an adult, my greatest fear is not birds. My greatest fear is death and dying, and more specifically, somebody I love dying, um, i.e. one of my kids, my grandkids, my husband, my mother, and stuff, my best friend. <laughs> Let's put that I'm in there. I'm really low on the list. Didn't too. even hurt yeah. my feelings. Yeah. No, but I mean, just, pe- I mean, I actually, it's really funny because it really, really comes down to my mom. I don't know why that's one of my greatest fears. Um, that's wrapped around a dead bird. <laughs> this really I'm does intrigued. have a story. So when I was little. The story going to take flight? It is. <laughs> <Soon>. no, whatever. <laughs> Your story has wings. <laughs> Oh my goodness, you two. Whose <laughs> friends are you? Um, so when I was little, and I always reference my my time frame goes from um, um, BB and AB, which means before Brandy and after Brandy, which is my sister. Um, so I was six and a half when she was born. So I, this was BB before Brandy. And I remember my mom had bought me this these books and they were black and white and each one of them was about something very traumatic in a child's life they obviously so I was younger than seven I got these books one of them was about um going to the hospital one of them was about um I um was there a puberty one? I think there was a puberty I remember one. That, that was the only one I read over yeah, yeah, and over oh, and over oh, again. Yeah. Because it, well, okay. Um, I'm not going to go into that. Like people were telling us. What to I don't remember what the third one was because I do think there was a puberty one. But the fourth one was about death, death and dying. In the book, there was, it was like um, this happened and then there was this dead bird and then, and so it, and then there was like a picture of a dead bird with its big dead eye, like laying on the side, like oh, looking you at you. Could see her. And, <laughs> we'll put a picture on our Facebook of me and my dead bird. She'll reenact that for us. Yeah. Um, but it was like laying there, but then the next thing was, um, was a dead grandpa. In the casket. Oh, so you unite the two. Yes. So I think of dead birds as dead grandparents, thus dead family members, thus freaks me Uh, out. And that's my biggest fear. 
Are we all following this? When did you get the aha moment? You've always been afraid of dead birds, but when did you connect? Why? Super recently. I think I actually was talking with my husband about it and stuff, and we and we kind of went back into the whole mm. thing. And I remembered those stupid uh, the books. Yeah, the, the books. learning books. They made an impact. Right. They and did if, their job uh, in a weird way. No, they, I think well, that they were traumatic. Up. And if my mom's listening to this right now, you're still a very good mother or whatever. Oh, she's but the best. She, yeah, but those were traumatic books, and um, the 70s were weird. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Weird so that's my fear of dead birds. I think it correlates oh. to... Um, death and dying and and i think that also and i'm really like we're diving in and stuff and this could be way more i i think that if i was more spiritual well no let me preface that with religious i am mm -hmm. not a religious person i'm a spiritual person i do believe that there is something i don't know what i wish somebody would tell me i don't know i guess that's careful what, what you wish for faith Cults has again. to do with yes. yeah mm -hmm. and stuff but I, if I felt that there was another side or that, you know, that I would see it people when I, if I knew what was going on, I really need the proof here and stuff, then I wouldn't be so afraid of death. If but you I think, had faith in an afterlife or a reincarnation yes. or those sorts of things. So I guess I need mm -hmm. to look into that whole thing too. Yeah. Yeah. Throw that in as your fourth job. Right. Yeah. Cause <laughs> I don't have enough things to do. I have to go to church on top of yeah, it. I'm too busy to be religious. That's the name of our next song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would, you know, try to live forever and have the 41 virgins, but right, yeah. I just can't squeeze I it. I can't in. squeeze it into I can't my time. Do it. Yeah. I can't. Um, well, I didn't know that. And I, I am inspired by your, uh, ability to, uh, connect the dots there. That's pretty cool. Mm, yeah. Thanks. I'm like, yeah. How about squirrels? Dead squirrels? Squirrels is a code word. I don't like dead times. any animals mm -hmm. because I love animals. Sure. And so if I saw a dead cat yesterday, which just really made me really sad. Mm -hmm. I don't, that, wah, wah. Well, and both stuff, Lisa but, and I have really bad vision, and I think that's kind of served us in some ways, like going on road trips, and everybody's like, oh, there's another dead thing. There's another possum. There's another whatever. I never see any of that yeah, shit. Like, Who are you? Yeah. What? Where are we? <laughs> yeah, we have, both of us have the worst <laughs> vision in the world. Blind leading the blind. We yeah. don't see dead things yeah. we're the opposite of that little joel kaylee whatever his kaylee name is joel hustling yes, yes thank you yeah Ooh. um okay. what I, is your greatest fear my well friend? I, I have a little psychology behind fear too i'm not going to tell people my greatest fears because i fear being vulnerable and also on criminal minds there was that one episode where the serial killer went and killed people by their greatest fear way oh, like wow. drowning or being buried alive or pushing them off a building or whatever so again um we've always talked about you being mm -hmm. smart than me is mm. fear away a word or did you just make that up <laughs> She's pulling i think you out might today. have misunderstood me i don't know what i said you said they're the greatest fear way oh uh i didn't mean to say that <laughs> i just want to be able to use it into, into context if i'm not using it right. um telepsy. <laughs> she fell uh, asleep again so uh my, this is goofy but one of my uh biggest fears is after I found out, after I became a driver in Colorado, uh, that when you go over an underpass, that they're like 20 degrees colder than a regular road because the wind is going underneath them and they ice over more. And I've always been afraid of driving off an overpass because it's icy. Oh. And then I kind of was analyzing it. Like every time I'm doing it, I imagine myself just driving off of it. And I think it's maybe your body's kind of fight or flight thing where you have a conscience and you're consciously trying to be more careful and the fear actually is serving you. Um, so with that being said, I'm afraid of bears and sharks and a bear shark would be the worst. 
A hairy bear shark. A hairy bear shark. <laughs> and the thing with bears living in Colorado is like one of them you're supposed to lay down and, and be, you know, pretend you're asleep or dead. And then one of them you're supposed to act really big Make and aggressive. I don't know which is which. Which bear is which? Oh, yeah. What if luck. I fall asleep with the aggressive one and he's like, I'm going to eat her like a little redheaded truffle. Maybe you should give that a gook. You can pick the yeah. wrong bear today. <laughs> you might feel and better. And then I won't be afraid anymore. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or you could just, you know, that just, just one of your... Just wing it, because I'm so outdoorsy. It happens right. all the time. And there's <laughs> so many shark bears bear in sharks. Colorado. Get it bear, right. sharks. bear sharks. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Fears. Fears. <laughs> That's our greatest fears. Okay. Well, um, just because we have the time, Daryl, do you have a fear that... I don't even know what My biggest fear of. is... Uh, Budweiser going out of business. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my biggest fear. You'd go dry. Yeah, yeah. I would. I, what would, what I would can't be your backup? Uh, Are you just um, stopped He wouldn't drink. I wouldn't, no. Uh, hmm. I had a roommate one time that said, if you switch over to Coors Light, I will buy all the beer. You don't have to buy beer again. I'm like, keep your money, bud. No. Wow. No, thank you. This is our second Bud Light mention. We need to start oh, getting some residual checks from them. Yep. It was if there's any Bud Light <laughs> representatives... <laughs> That would like to be on our podcast. Yeah, you know, Fort Collins, not that far away. True that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. trip up there. Okay. We're going to take a little break. Stories? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to tell some scary stories. I'm not even going to lie. Eek. I might lie, but not now. Eek. Taking a break. Yay. Clock strikes 12 and moon drops burst. Out at you from their hiding place Like dancing in oil on a madman's face Reason tends to fly away Welcome back, all you witches out there. Um, we're talking about scary Colorado places, spooky, the paranormal, all of the... All you spookophiles. Spookos- <laughs> the spookophiles that are listening. Um... Yeah. Um, so we're going to start with Ridge Home. I'm going to, uh, so my, I'm all over the place today. Sorry, guys. I can't keep a thought with me. Ridge Home has always been something big in Arvada, which is the um, city that we're from. Um, it is a facility that was originally built in the early 1900s to relieve the overcrowding at the state in, at the state's insane asylum in Pueblo. Um, Ridge Home was located in Nevada, as we said. Um, the institution was known as the state home for the mental defectives Ooh. at Ridge. Um, the facility was well known for also for paranormal activity. They didn't really have political correctness then, did Apparently they? Apparently not. The mental the, defectives? Right. <laughs> Damn. Um, I've heard, so I've, I've gotten a lot of information. L- let me backtrack with... When growing up in Arvada, it was always something that was there, and you always knew that there was paranormal stuff. When we, um, the way that I understand it was that it was moved from one facility to another facility, and then it shut down completely, I think, in 92, and I probably should have done better research about no, that. I but, think you're in the ballpark. Okay. I, yeah, for it, unethical practices, or, or maybe they're right. We'll get there. But yeah. when we were in high school... Um, which was, we, um, we graduated in 89. When I say we, Shelly graduated in 89. Um, I just, you know, was at the school at that time. You went to my graduation, didn't you? I did not. And you were really pissed that I didn't I go. I invited you. I know. And yeah, you were really pissed that I didn't go. <laughs> Best, yeah. um, I had a very, very hard time waking up in those days. Like just I stayed up really, really late and couldn't wake up in the morning, and I don't think I could wake up in time to go to the, yeah. To be clear, Lisa's very smart and had attendance issues. I do. I have. I 
I don't need more. I'm a good grown up. I just wasn't a good kid. A very responsible adult. I am. Yeah. <laughs> Things can change. Okay. <laughs> um, but so rich home was always around. I am, um, I'm kind of, I'm, everybody thinks of me as being like really, really hard and the, like, I'm, I'm not mean necessarily, but I'm more, you know, like matter of fact. Yeah. I, I, that's not even the word I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. It doesn't even matter. Mm -hmm. That being said, I was scared to death of my mother when I was in high school, not because she was mean, because she was actually a very, very fun, cool mom. She yes, was a young mom yeah, yeah mm -hmm. and stuff because she had me in an early age and stuff. But I was so worried about disappointing her yep. that I would never do anything wrong. Yeah, um, you were even a good though, girl. Yeah, I really was. Well, I mean, I, I just, I didn't do any of the mm -hmm. bad things that the rest of my friends did because... I was you missed out, man. I, right. Mm -hmm. Um, even though I was like of all, I was the toughest, I guess I'm the one who fought. I'm mm -hmm. the one who was, I was kind of, a, I wouldn't say I was a mean girl. I was kind of a mean girl. You were the best at talking shit. You enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that, okay. So this really does have to do with Ridge home. I'm so sorry. I get all over the place. I never, I never went and, and went into Ridge home. Because as everybody else would, with the first facility that ended up shutting down, a lot of people in our school would go and um, break in. To party the, there, right? Yeah. Party. They, no. I would not really party per se. No, but just go see if the scary stories were true. Yeah. Yeah, because it was an urban legend. Right. Mm -hmm. And stuff. I, that was something that I never did. Mm -hmm. um, I have I have talked to several friends and people that I did go to high school with that and different back I don't know how high school works these days um but we had cliques and different groups you know we had all the different cliques of people and I've heard from different groups of people and cliques of people that had went at different times that knew nothing of the other people and even different age ranges like my age and then people that are 10 years younger than me that had went there and they said that they had went into Ridge, did the whole, ooh, spooky, spooky, we're scaring ourselves, actually got back into their car, and their car wouldn't start, and they had to walk home from there. Oh, my God. And stuff. And mm. these are people that don't know each other. And, and their heard, stories lined up. Yeah. With yeah. each, yeah. Mm -hmm. And stuff, which I, um, I've heard um, people tell me I had another a client of mine who, um, we'll call her Stephanie, because that's her name. And... Um, <laughs> She said that um, she went, and she's way younger. She's just turned maybe 32 or something. And she said that when she was in school, there was a big group of them had had broken to Ridge Home. And um, they had heard about, apparently there was um, uh, cages in the basement where they used to mm -hmm. hold some of the, the kids. Yeah, I heard that too. Yeah, and they wanted to see mm -hmm. that. So one of them went down the stairs one of the there's two groups so one group went down the stairs the other that was that came from the heavens um the other group went down the elevator shaft and they all went to the basement and could never find each other it and was stuff. huge well though, but still yeah the two they were like because the people that went down the elevator shaft were they were they were like we can't climb back up the elevator shaft and the people who went down the stairs were like just come to the stairs and they could hear each other but they oh, could wow. never find each oh, other oh my god and i stuff. never heard that now this is where i should have asked how did they get back up 
I do not know the answer to that question because at that point I kind of I didn't even think about that. I was okay. Too then I, let's not go there. Let's let's. Did yeah, you know that I went? I did not know that you went. And in fact, I think I might have went with Dr. Skolrock. Really? I'll be honest with you, but I when I remember um, was going he in dressed the, in costume? <laughs> he was not okay. uh, an ultra fan. He yet. spooked the spooks. <laughs> but. Um, and it might not have been him, but I think it, that it was. And so we went, and there was a broken-out window, like in a window well on a ground level. And that's how we got in, I think, how most people got in. Was it just the two of you? You and no, whoever we, you we were with. <laughs> I can't remember who you were with. <laughs> I don't know what happened okay. yesterday. But we were uh, with a small group, let's say okay. four of us. And um, we went in, and uh, like a big person couldn't have done it. It was a very small window on the ground level. And um, so we got downstairs that way. Obviously, no electricity. But I remember there was kind of a, you know, how memory gives you a goofy afterglow or whatever. But it, it seemed almost candlelit. Like we could see enough of things. It wasn't pitch blackness. And what Did you I re- have candles? Or there no. Was- no, and, like or, from, or obviously not cell phones or whatever. It was light enough to see. I don't know why. From I don't know the moon? how. I don't fucking know, Lisa. <laughs> I don't know. Let me get to the scary part. <laughs> wow, who's the bad witch now? Back it up. Sorry. So, but what struck and stuck with me was um, <laughs> there were crayon markings, like about a, maybe twelve inches off the floor on the walls. So like little kids or adults or whoever, because I think there was inmates of all ages there. Yeah. Like the kids were inmates. downstairs or or, you know, patients. Hey. Patients. I'm sorry. I'm Nurse Ratchet over here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like scary ass Sybil scribbling. That's what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Are you yeah. sure that that was what happened or were you watching the movie Sybil? At the same time, yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh-huh. Just, uh, was it purple crayon? <laughs> In the corn crib? Yeah. And her mom had the creepy ass. Guys, don't watch Sybil. Bad news. Oh. That's really, really scary about... Uh, what is it? Personality, um, multiple person. Yes. Yeah. Having multiple. Maybe people. Sybil was it, Rich Holm. Yeah. So Lisa doesn't believe my story that there was crayon on the no, bottom. No, I of the do thing. believe it. I just but sorry, there were I'm papers just to everywhere, and it was kind of like if, you know, the the inmates are running the asylum, and then all of a sudden everybody just disappeared. That's what it looked like. There were papers everywhere. It was in disarray. It looked like there had never been order or cleanliness, or and maybe it's the people that were breaking in there, but the, there were literal piles of human waste and, and that sort of that thing as well. Yeah. So yeah, no, it was gross. It was scary. It was a bad feeling. I I'm assuming that our car uh, started when we left because we left. Yeah, you would probably remember yeah. if it didn't. But uh, so. It moved locations after that, right? What, what's yeah, that I guess part of the story? The, the way that I understand it is that um, then it moved locations to where the target on um, Kipling is now. Okay, so a little bit south. It moved just half a mile. Yeah, mile, it, like yeah. And, but then it, when they found out all the, like some person actually went to jail because of the, the, the mistreatment of the patients and, the or inmates doings. as you yeah. call yes. them. Flat out um, abuse, right? Yeah, that it was so bad that um, they, um, they completely closed it down recently. They've put a target there. Um, that being said, I've also had um, friends of mine um, tell me that this, this is another friend of mine who shall remain anonymous. She told me that her, um, mom works at the target now. And, um, while she has been at work, she's had toys fly off the shelf, ball bounce, um, off of a big rack without any prompting. Um, the most vivid one happened when she was folding clothes. She was, um, um, 
she was at one of those little bold baby folding tables and um she saw a little girl with down syndrome staring at her and smiling and when she glanced away and then glanced back the little girl was gone oh my god and stuff so yeah and then i've i understand that the ridge cemetery used to be um where red rocks is now oh really yeah red Red rocks yeah community oh well that makes sense uh, Not the amplifier. No. <laughs> That'd be crazy. We love you, Denver, and I'm spooked as hell. King Diamond's the only one that plays there now. <laughs> I, I did hear something else about that story. I think it was a reader write-in um, that when they closed it down and moved it or closed it down permanently, they rehomed a lot of the people in other institutions, and some people are just like, see ya. You're on your own. So there was just mentally ill people without money or jobs or resources um, just left to their own devices. Yeah. Which, yikes. Yeah. So um, I just, I just found, I was always, that was like kind of a big thing. My growing up was the listening to all the Ridge Home stories, although I never experienced any of them because I was such a wuss and stuff. But, you know, it was kind of like the legend of turtle absolutely you remember turtle? Yeah. oh yeah in your neighborhood in uh quicker acres yeah, and, and was everybody this... was afraid to go trick-or-treating by his house yeah we i never knew if he was a real person but everybody was like turtle's gonna kill you yeah and i don't know who turtle is i don't know if he's actually a real person if <laughs> it was somebody probably... our parents made up was his to name me... leonardo <laughs> <laughs> he was I don't a know. ninja turtle yeah it was like I don't know. Like, if any listeners know anything about the real turtle, please uh, yeah. get Circa back to us on that. Something if turtle Quaker would like to be a <laughs> guest on, on this down. podcast. Turtle probably started the rumor, so he's like, I don't want to buy any have candy. Yeah, yeah, he's like, I don't want to have to deal with these bratty kids. <laughs> let's, let's, yeah. Well, maybe Turtle's really lonely. He's like, how come nobody comes to my house? He just is in a shell. I don't Aww. know. Oh, poor Turtle. So <laughs> the, I'm going to go go on to the next scariness and stuff. Um, Shelly, you wanted to talk a little bit about... Uh, what the Stanley Hotel? The Stanley Hotel. You had a couple, so I was. Yeah, yeah. So right. we'll go back and forth. Um, I want to cite a really unusual website that you may not have heard of, but it's uh, Wikipedia. You guys should look into it. They have oh, a lot of information. I'll try. That. Uh, I have also. I want to cite my own experience because I did stay at the Stanley Hotel for our friend Debbie's birthday, who uh, you've probably already heard was a guest on the show an episode or two ago. But um, the Stanley Hotel, give it a goog, it's a really beautiful hotel in Estes Park, Colorado. And it was built by the Stanleys of Stanley Steamer, which is not the steam cleaner for the inside of your house, but a steamer like a train. Oh, in the I early didn't know 1900s. That. It's true. I didn't cool. know there were two Stanleys. Yep. yep. Steamers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was a very popular name back then. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And they're, they're clean guys. But they're Perfect. super rich. And it was more of a, like a health resort for the really wealthy, is what the Stanley Hotel was like. But then they kind of fell upon hard times and uh, people couldn't afford to stay there. And um, so it came upon disrepair and, and became haunted by all kinds of different stories and things hmm. that had happened then. But uh, what made it famous is what most people think is that uh, that was where The Shining was filmed, and it's actually where the book The Shining was inspired. Right. So the um, the hotel in The Shining was in Oregon, and then the scary-ass interior scenes with the bloody elevator and stuff that was filmed in some studio in London. Oh. But the reason that Stephen King... Um, got this inspiration was in 1974 he and his wife Tabitha stayed at the Stanley when it was kind of a rundown dump and they were the only people in that whole huge hotel because it was the end of the season. Oh. 
And at the time, you know, we were little people and and he was um, actually had only written two books, Carrie and something else. And The Shining was his third book, I believe. And he was an alcoholic and he had writer's block and they're staying alone in this scary ass hotel by themselves. And he had a dream that his son was running down the hallway by himself and he was chased by this like uh, in in house fire hose deal that was just in the hallway that he had seen earlier. And he uh, woke up in a sweat, all just terrified, scared himself, and went outside to smoke a cigarette and wrote in his head the beginning, middle, and end of The Shining on that balcony in Estes Park. So anyway, it was the inspiration for that. But um, having gone to the place, and uh, I'm so sorry, having gone to the place and stayed there, of course, they want everybody to think that that's where it was filmed and all the things. And uh, they really capitalize on it. And I'm glad that the Stanley's making some money. But the hotel bar sells red rum beer. Oh, and, you know, I have a, a room 217 keychain and all of that. But they give a really nice tour. And there was, um, I believe it was a chambermaid or a maid that worked there for 70 years. She was 90-something when she died. And she would... Um, clean people's rooms when they didn't ask for room service or while they were still there, they just saw this presence and had a really clean room. But what was funny about her is supposedly her, um, she had seen so many cheating husbands or traveling businessmen. When a couple would go and stay in one of the rooms, she would pack up the man's bag and leave it by the door. And they would be like, what the shit? As a ghost? As a ghost. Oh. Yeah, there was a physical manifestation of her actions. Like they, she would pack their bags. Wow. Yeah, so, and I guess the fourth floor is, um, there's a lot of paranormal activity. What's that? Woman power. Woman power, that's right. Get your shit out of here. Right? Cheater. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So anyway, uh, there's uh, a lot of legends with that. I didn't get to read that much about it from the, uh, I think it was a BuzzFeed thing, but I didn't know this. There was some sort of quartz mining tunnel underneath it. And um, I'm sorry I didn't get more information, but I think that some miners had died in uh, underneath the Stanley. And so that's maybe where some of the paranormal activity comes from as well. But, and they have paranormal tours there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, anybody that lives around here should go up to Estes Park, just see some elk and deer and a fox and whatever. But the, the Stanley was a really cool place to stay. And they play, um, oh, I forgot to add this. They play The Shining 24-7 on their loop in the TV in your room. Oh, goodness. But they also, I forgot, this is so important, guys, the 1997 miniseries version was actually filmed at the Stanley and Estes yeah. Park and in a couple of locations in Old Town, Arvada. Really? I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, that's true. That little oh. uh, dive bar on Old Town um, has a little porch swing-looking door. I don't know. You'll, Cheers? No, Ophelia's, I think it was. Ophelia's oh, yeah. Mexican restaurant. Yeah. 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 yeah, so this was the Stephen Weber and uh, Rebecca DeMornay version of the shining watch that yeah yeah you should because there's a little bit of filming in old town arvada and uh apparently stephen king did not approve of the stanley kubrick version right and this was his stamp of approval this is how i really wanted the shining to go deal but yeah so anybody that's interested in a little bit of colorado haunted history spend the weekend there you know i'm not a big fan of rebecca de mornay so Mm -hmm. that's why i may have stayed away from it maybe yeah but she's a hand that rocks a cradle baby i know that maybe that's why i don't like her you just didn't want to make love on a train like risky business right that's it that's where where, yeah because she had that crunched up little this wasn't cute enough for tom cruise come on let's get i'm seriously a little possessive there yeah um yeah so the room that 
Tabitha and Stephen slept in was room 217, which is the one that he marked in The Shining as where that woman that came out of the bathtub and all the other ghosts were. So at The Shining, and you may not know the answer to this. I totally do. Okay, at The Shining right now, is there a room 217? There is, and it's booked a year out. So you can actually stay there. It's not closed and locked all the time? Nope. Okay, well... Mm -hmm. If uh, the Stanley Hotel would like us to do a podcast <laughs> from Rudy, <laughs> you owe me money. Right. <laughs> cool. Well, um, I'm excited we're to gonna, hear the next one when we get back. Yeah, from we're break. gonna yeah. we're gonna take a little bit of a break and stuff, but we have a couple more spooky spookies and one that uh, actually resonates really Near good with our heart. Yeah, with me and the man witch. So Ooh, we'll be back in two and two. Excited to hear it. Hey, witches, good and bad. Please go to our website, goodwitch dash badwitch.com to subscribe to our comedy podcast with weekly fascinating guests. We're really proud of our colorful, functional website designed by Idel Fisher, owner of Picklewick's Graphic Designs. The site is for sure badass and nice looking, boasting bios and pics of our guests. And it's where you can find our fun G-Dub B-Dub merch, including shirts, bags, buttons, and stickers. Find Idel for all of your graphic design needs at picklewicks.com. That's P-I-C-K-L-E-W-I-X dot com for all your graphic design needs. Welcome back, witches. We've got a couple more scary stories for you. I hope you guys all have your security blankets and have the lights turned down, though. And uh, ooh, we should have manwitch music right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, Coloradans, people non-Coloradans, there's so many scary things going on over here. Uh, I wanted to tell you guys, one of the things about Colorado that's pretty cool is, especially in the downtown area, um, we have more parks per capita than any other state in the union, I think, except for Alaska. I mean, we have so many parks everywhere. But I want to talk today particularly about Cheeseman Park. And Cheeseman Park, um, for those of you in the know, is built over a graveyard. And I wanted to tell you about the guy that is named after um, somebody, somebody as Cheeseman, but he was a rich guy <laughs> from out east. And rich by guy east, Cheese- I, mean, I think his yes. name was Rich Guy Cheeseman. <laughs> yes. And he was from Chicago or Long Island, I forget. Yep. Um, not and Wisconsin. Uh, just rich yep. dude, not yeah. Wisconsin. That's a <laughs> good one, though. But Nicely bump. done. Um, but anyway, so as people are wont to do with rich people, they name stuff after him. He, I believe he had a dam, he had a park, and something else. But damn cheese. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are on the same level. Um, but what was cool about this guy, he wasn't your regular run-of-the-mill uh, rich guy like Mr. Larimer, who Denver was going to be called Larimer, but now there's just a Larimer Street where I know none of this stuff. You're I, I did some research last That's night. Awesome. I didn't. It I... didn't just come by as most. She didn't wing it this oh. time, Lisa. No. She did research. I tried. <laughs> New things happening. <laughs> Mama tried. That's... Mama tried this time. <laughs> but... It was Walter Cheeseman. Ooh. A Walt. Yeah. Thank you. Thank they, you, Brian. Not Rich Guy Cheeseman. Nobody <laughs> names their kid Rich Guy. And no. I, I never tell it over. I'm going to name my guy Rich Guy Cheeseman. Right. Perfect. But uh, going back to that. the Larimer thing, I, I know Lisa's not a big drinker and they don't go downtown very often, but Larimer Street in Denver is also called Blackout Alley because it's like Bourbon Street where it's bar, 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 bar. Oh. And uh, they have, uh, what would you call them? Overpour whores? Yeah. They're, they're not measuring? Lots of them. Yes. <laughs> uh, so sidebar. Anyway, so Cheeseman uh, built this park um, over a graveyard. 
And what was cool about Cheeseman and why people liked him and he was so beloved, he was also a big advocate and a philanthropist for children and animals. And rich guy who could have just had people. Walter. Walter. Yeah. Uh, who could have people do his bidding? That guess there was a horse out in really bad weather, like really bad snowy weather, and somebody had left it in its pasture and it was staked um, in the middle of it, and he couldn't go into his barn and be warm and cozy with the other ones. So uh, rich guy Walter went and put on his coat and he walked all the way out to the horsey and took care of the horsey because he was a little cutie. So everybody's like, he should have a park. His so his full name was Cutie Rich Guy Walter. Yes. Yes, he had a lot of names. He did. He, that's, he yeah. did. So let's go back to the cemetery. What was so interesting about the cemetery is um, it was kind of a, a potter's field, which is like where um, people who don't have a lot of money would go. And then they made it into like a kind of fancy people cemetery. And the fancy people didn't want to lay next to the rich people, which how did they know? Because they were dead. And then they wanted to do some development because it was such a great location in Denver. They wanted to do the Denver Botanic Gardens and all these other things. So basically, uh, the city planners were like, we got to move all these bones. And there was one guy whose name is in my notes, but we'll call him McGillicuddy, but he was the caretaker. And the caretaker was greedy. And this is what they were going to do. So they had to move all the bodies and they said, we'll pay you $1.90 per casket. And he's like, okay, well, uh, he got a bunch of children. Where was he supposed to put them? We don't know. Let me talk. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. But that's a great question. Yeah, okay. So he got a bunch of children's <laughs> caskets. yelled at me twice in one episode. I, I said, let me talk. Kay. Is that yelling? No. Sorry. <laughs> so he got some children's sized caskets. And this grossie chopped up all the dead people. And like he would spread one person into three caskets to make oh. three times the amount of money. Because he was greedy and disrespectful of people's remains. Mm. Is he greedy or is he uh, uh, like that's just, just a, a macabre asshole, dude? No, I'm dude. thinking that's dude. Why are you such a dick? <laughs> no, I'm thinking that's brilliant. Maybe, maybe. I mean, he's just a, a, a opportunist. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you got you know. Yeah. Well, sure. So he's, he's making. But some somebody cash. obviously found out about it because if mm-hmm. nobody would have found out about it, oh, oh there he is. Yeah, look at that creepy bastard. No, yeah. that's Cheeseman. Oh, that's oh, Cheeseman. Cheeseman. Oh, that's Cheeseman. Wall, head. Wall. Yeah, he's Sorry. not creepy at all. No, it's not a visual medium. <laughs> no, it's not. Black and white photos always freak me out. We'll put Mr. Cheeseman on the Instagram. He was a nice fella. So anyway, uh, they moved all the bodies. They gave this guy his money. And it turns out when they were digging up stuff not that long ago um, to do some renovations at uh, the Botanical, Botanical, the flower place, um, that there's like... Like 5,000 bodies still left there. No way. Bones all over the place. At bones. the botanical gardens? Yes. So it's like uh, Eddie Murphy with the, with his underwood, just bones coming flying out of the closet. I but, wonder if um, they ever have any, at the botanical gardens, if they have any uh, paranormal activity there. I bet they do. And we'll I think we look should look into, into that. that. Yeah. But uh, I'd, I'd been to a wedding at Cheeseman Park, not knowing that it was over a cemetery, and it was kind of in that Parthenon-looking thing. And uh, nothing happened to me, so I'm a, a bad resource. But, uh, yeah. I've never been to Cheeseman Park. It's very pretty. It's really nice. I don't think. It's kind of a hipster park. You can bring your hacky sack, I guess, and your dog. But, uh, yeah. I'll have to remember that the next time (laughs) I hacky sack. You down for some hack? Let's go down to Cheese. (laughs) Haunted as fuck. The end. Okay. (laughs) And that's that. 
Okay. Oh. Well, that was ver- that was actually very interesting. I Thank know more you. about Colorado than I did 10 minutes ago. Me too. Yay. Okay. So I'm going to tell the a lot of people who know about paranormal activity, know about Riverdale Road. Um, I've been told that the next American Horror Story is going to be American Horror Story Riverdale Road. Huh. I don't know if that's true or not. I tried to give it a goog, and um, I haven't found anything out about that and stuff, but that would be amazing because it is actually, um, it's super, super scary. And we, and so we had our own experience there. Tell me all about it. So, um, we've always heard that it it was haunted. Uh, We heard from our kids, you know, and stuff. We were like, okay, yeah, whatever. We got on this big ghost chasing thing back when they were younger. Yeah. Our kids were about like 13, 14, well, in the younger teens area. And um, we were, like, doing ghost hunting. We never, nothing ever really happened and stuff. But apparently there was a big car accident on Riverdale Road. Somebody died. Um, they were drag racing. Where is Riverdale Road? Is it in the mountains? Is uh, it? 136 in Riverdale. In Riverdale. Riverdale. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. it's, like, in. North Glen. North, North, yeah. Okay. So, like, it North, run, North, North, it North, runs North, North, Denver. Long, so All right. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. to paint a picture a little bit, and I didn't know. Yeah. Thanks. I didn't know until, uh, it's well, kind of funny, because my dad's office is on Riverdale Road, but mm-hmm. I didn't know any of the scary stuff until my kids were telling, and they're like, have you been to Riverdale Road, blah, 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 and this and that, and we're like, whatever, it's okay. So we'd been doing, we'd, like, research scary places. Um, Rich Home was already gone, and um, so we, um, we, had, we went to... Uh, uh, Brittany Hill, Brittany Hill, and mm. a lot of other places that, and nothing ever happened. It was mm-hmm. just like whatever and stuff. Okay, fine. So yeah. one night, I don't even know why we only had our daughter Megan with us, and because we have five kids, so that we usually had a slew of children. But for some reason, just Megan had spent the night, and she had a friend. She was around thirteen, fourteen. And um, she, we're, she's like, let's go hunt with my friend. I want to blah, blah, blah. Let's go to Riverdale Road. So we're like, okay, fine, whatever. So it was late. I'm going to say around midnight, maybe a little later. Yeah. And stuff. And we drove to where supposedly it was haunted. And we're still like, whatever. It's Nothing's right. going to happen but again. you're the coolest parents ever. Well, thanks. Yeah, we still are. Um, and good looking. Um, and how. And how. <laughs> and um, so we go to the place or whatever. And we pull over. And Daryl and Megan being more, because again, we, we, yeah, Yeah. I'm kind of a wuss and stuff. Me and, me and said friend stay in the car. Daryl and Megan decide they're going to walk around. So we're in like this cul-de-sac of this. That was starting to get built. There was nothing there. Yeah, there was nothing really there, but there was some houses that were looking like that they were, they were going to be built like the, um. Like the found, the bones. Yes. The foundations Mm. of it. So me and friend. Let's call her Ashley because that's what I think her name was. Um, and me and her in the car, Daryl and, and Megan are walking towards one of the semi-built houses. All of a sudden, I start hearing this pounding like somebody actually, like they were building we're, the... Working on a house like a hammer. Yeah, oh, shit. but it's like, it's it's late, but it could be. Like, first, like I'm thinking in my, my mind... Okay, maybe they're working a late shift. You're justifying I, yourself yeah, so you don't pee your pants? Yeah, yeah. you know, because it was like just, it was very, very loud. Mm-hmm. And I could hear the just a pound, like a hammer and nail pounding, pounding, pounding. Wow. And so I'm, I'm like, you know, and I think Ashley was like, what's that? And I was like, oh, they must be working on the house. Mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever. Then I hear, um, 
I, I hear what sounds like drag racing, two tire cars, squealing. Yeah. tire squealing, going down, like down a road, Very a nice. crash. And um, it, it just like nothing. And the most butt bone curdling scream, scream oh my God. you've ever. And the thing that doesn't make now I'm going to say this and it's not going to make sense to anybody, but it makes sense to everybody who was there because the scream came from inside my head. It didn't come from the outside in. It came from the inside out. It doesn't make any sense, but they as heard soon it as too. that happened, everybody heard it at the same time, and they weren't even in the car. Oh so Jesus! They, she he starts running. They, they ran back to the car because they were quite. They were a few blocks away. Like I could still see them, but it was far. And they ran, jumped in the car. We I got in the car. We we went. We just took off. Like we're. I'm yeah, like get out of like, here. Let's get out yeah. of here. Yeah. We were very quiet for a good amount of time. Yeah. And then Processing. I think it was Megan. I think she may have started crying or something, but she was like, did you hear that scream? She wasn't in the car with us. Like I heard it. She said it and stuff. And I was like, I was like, I know. I was like, I, I heard that scream. And then said- we were, it was kind of quiet again. And she goes, it came from in my head. <gasps> And stuff, and I had thought the same thing, but I didn't know how to articulate it. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was, and we, it, the really weird thing is that the four of us, not that Ashley's around anymore, I don't even really know if that's her name, but as far as Megan, me, and Daryl, it's like something we don't talk about. Like, we yeah. didn't talk about it after, we, you know, <gasps> we've told the story, but we don't, t- I mean, it's just, it is what it is, that's what happened, it was, yeah. And and they had heard the drag racing sounds, yeah, too, they and the heard, crash, uh, all yeah, of it. They, yeah, because those two and heard the same thing that we did. Did you um, watch the news or anything that night to see if there even was a crash or anything? There was no anything? cars around. There was, there was crazy nothing. Thing. There was nowhere that they could, because we were, it was, was in no a Road. Very weird. Yeah, there was nowhere that that even could have happened. You're in the middle of a construction site. Right. Yeah, yeah pretty yeah. much. Yeah, so that's my weird Riverdale. I know wow. that other people have other stories. I remember somebody saying something about there's a stop sign on, I think it's 136th mm-hmm. and yeah. Riverdale that has a bloody handprint on it. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that, that was, again, that was... Our kids were a lot younger, yeah. so it was 10, 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. So um, I don't know if that's still a thing or whatever and stuff, but I'd like to hear other stories. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Once you got to the construction site part, I remember you did tell me, and it was not right after it happened. No, I think yeah. you processed it for a long time, and uh, you just sucked me in. You told that really well. I got Thanks. chills again. Oh, I'm going to write so a book. It was, it was crazy. Damn yeah. it. Uh, I want to know if anybody, uh, went to Ridge home with me and drank Matilda Bay that night. Um, <laughs> please tell me who you were. Cause I probably had a box of Matilda Bay on my shoulder but and that's why I don't remember. in the box. It was just, just in the, the pillow. Oh, yeah. I was just carrying around the bag. Yeah. yeah. That's what we did with Matilda Bay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, um, we're going to take another quick break and then be back with our top five. Good job guys. Yeah. Witches, we are going to talk about our top five. And our top five this week is top five scariest movies. Um, I wanted to say that this isn't the same thing as the top five 
best scary movies. This is the top five movies that scared us the most. I would say just because I wrote it down that if we're talking about really, really good scary movies, <laughs> we're looking at like um, Silence of the Lamb, right. Misery, Jacob's Ladder. Those are all great scary movies, but they're not the scariest. Um, so with that being said, my number five Oh, are we, am Go I starting? It. Okay, yeah. sorry. I'm like, I Take the lead. I'm like a bossy boss. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just going to do this. Um, and I don't know why I made that voice. Um, okay, so my number five Karen. is, right, is Hostel. Ooh. Okay, so I've never seen it. Me either, because I'm too scared. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> and stuff, but I heard it's really, 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 really um, gory. And the concept. And the, the concept is. What's yeah. Hostel. Hostel. H O S T E L. Like a place where young, beautiful, poor Ooh. people stay and get captured by rich businessmen that like to watch them get tortured and killed. That could be what, what it's about. Later. I don't know because I didn't see it and it just seemed really, really scary to me. So that's, yeah, I'm that was with my you, number girl, five. And that almost made my list. And I will see your hostel and raise you in that I will never stay in a hostel because of the idea of the movie. I probably still will because I just like um, cheap stuff. <laughs> <laughs> At what cost? <laughs> yeah. Like, please don't kill me. I don't have any money. I just well, wanted to stay here. Yeah. As a non-voluptuous, non-19-year-old, I think we're both I th- okay. fine. Oh, excuse me. Um, that, oh. You're voluptuous, not just 19. 19. No. no, yeah, no. Um, there are people that are into every single thing. So there could be a middle-aged hostel <laughs> where we are. Where we want to kill us. see peaches on a plate that just right for the plucking. I'm pretty sure there is. That's a really good one. Thanks. Uh, my number five is... Uh, I would like to preface with when I only enjoyed watching horror movies with uh, other people and when we were between the ages of like 13 to 15. Other times when I watched horror movies, it was because I was afraid to be alone and my brothers were watching them and I would sit there for two hours with my hands over my eyes. So, um, but when I watched them and enjoyed them, Lisa and I worked at the video exchange, as we've discussed in previous episodes with the marvelous Mrs. Bates, uh, Jen Bates. And uh, so we had free horror movies at any given time. Mm -hmm. And her family was one of the hoi polloi that had a VCR. We didn't have to rent one. Right. You guys also had a Blu-ray player, not a Blu-ray player. And um, what's the other one? The laser the, the disc. The laser disc. Yeah. Right. Put it in. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The big old yes. things. Yeah. So um, Lisa's mom was the slumber party mom and we would all go over there and watch scary movies. And uh, one of the most ridiculous ones I've ever seen. I don't know if you even remember this. Truth or Dare? Way pre-Madonna. And this movie was called Truth or Dare. And I these know. two psychopaths met each other, these two dudes. I think it was also almost supposed to be comic horror. But they met each other, and they were always one-upping each other. And it's like, I dare you to do this. I dare you to do this. Mm-hmm. I dare you to do this. And uh, by the end of it, they had dared each other to, like, chop off so many of their own body parts. Oh, they were, geez. like, two men wrapped in bandages <laughs> with just, like, heads and torsos, <laughs> like, playing chess with their nose at a mental institution. Oh, and it just kind of stuck with me. That seems really familiar but i don't remember like it like i think it was called truth or dare but okay. it, was, it was scary as hell it's just like that two people could just out crazy each other that's crazy wow yeah that yeah. seems scary it was in a it turned funny into boxing kind of way <laughs> yeah it was kind of boxing <laughs> helena s quite yeah. yeah yeah good reference okay well um so my number four is 
the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Ugh, so scary. Yeah, well, I, I don't know because I've never seen it. Right. And stuff. But um, I, it always was one that really, really like freaked me out as a kid. Like mm-hmm. I remember the whole meat hook thing mm-hmm. and the the guy and just the visual Leather of the face, whole thing. Yeah. yeah. And stuff. So I had that as my number four because um, of those things. Yeah. And based on a true story. And even like true horror aficionados will always put that on their list. Like yes. They so did a really good job. True story interjection. Please. I was in a country band where the lead singer guitarist actually spent time in the prison on the cell block as the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That was a real dude? Oh, yeah. He he existed. And the way this guy described him and a couple other people on this cell block, wow. Huh. The guy was in your band? Uh, So the lead singer had done prison time (laughs) with this guy. They were on the same cell block. We, um, we need to get that singer yeah. in immediately. Well, yeah. we I have need questions to for ask days. more questions to Brian about the singer, but we yes. can go into that another time. So if oh the singer gosh. would like to come on yeah. to our So podcast. if you Holy are the lead macaroni. singer of any of Brian's old country bands and you'd All like right. to be on the podcast. Tell me about Mr. Leatherface. I mean, how was his skin? Truly, right. that's one yeah. of the, the first did, question I would ask, yeah. probably. Did he, did, he did not moisturize, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> too much tanning. Right. <laughs> There's never too much tanning. Oh, Lisa, you you always have such good ones on your list. Thanks. Um, Okay, so my number four is The Ring. And I was living with Travis at the time, and he was working nights. And I put it on to watch by myself because I'm insane and uh, a grown-up watching a horror movie by yourself. What a a fantastic remake and a slow burn buildup of terror and just such a sad specific creepy ass story and uh yeah they just the way that it just trickles into you little by little they, you know it's not a slasher silly i'm gonna sneak up on you and scare you it's just that in oh your my face. god yeah like yeah. you just feel like teeny tiny fingers crawling up your back oh i thought it was really well done and it scared the crap out of me that um that the, that was very like your the delivery of that was amazing. Thank you. I just made it up. Did you? I wasn't prepared on that one. Oh, wow. I tried. I was like, whoa. Mama tried. Yeah, you tried. Oh, <laughs> you even tried on this one? Yeah, I, that's it's important. I, um, I did not have that big of feelings on the <laughs> ring, although I have seen that one with my kids and my husband. And it was like one of those cold mm. ones that the kids wanted to watch over sure. and over and over again. So I may have lost its uh, <laughs> appeal, appeal yeah. after uh-huh. a, a while because it wasn't as scary anymore. But yeah, right. that's a good one. Thanks. Good job. Um, my number three is The Exorcist. Mm. Yeah. Again, I've not seen this movie. Oh, Lisa. Um, Pavich Brown. Jeez, you worked at a video store, but never seen any of these so, movies. Like the worst film critic ever. I was From watched. what I understand, it was a little scary. It's a little, little boogery, but, you know, it wasn't Wayne's this World. This one's about religion. <laughs> And pea soup. Right. I know. I th- it's. I think The Exorcist is one of those ones that, like, I've seen so many different clips of it. I sure. feel like I've seen it as a whole. Right. Mm. And stuff. But I, again, this is going to be a whole, like, segment about me being just afraid of my mom, which my mom's going to, like, be like, what the heck, you know, <laughs> and stuff. But I didn't watch a lot of these things because they were not banned at our house or whatever and stuff. Mm. But it just wasn't, like, because this is so pre- um, teenager this was like the, right. all of my scariest movies except for hostel um mm. 
were ones that like below 10 years old. Right. And so, so everything's they, terrifying. Right. Yeah. And stuff. And this was just one that I just was really scared of. Right. And we never were desensitized seen. to violence and stuff then. It was truly terrifying. Although I have heard that people who watch it now, it's not as scary because it's so the... Bad production value right, and yeah, a little blah, cheesy blah, and blah. stuff. But, right. Yeah. But a lot of people, that's their number one because I think it came out in the early 70s mm-hmm. maybe. And yeah, I mean, so many people are religious and stuff and it, it could happen. And they believe in yeah. exorcisms. Yeah, and, that's true. And maybe, maybe it did. My yes. friend Lanny, her parents were real religious. And uh-huh. She never had seen it. So she, one of her ones, she wanted to see it. So we were watching it. And she went to the bathroom. And I snuck around in this other room. And she comes walking down this hall. And I'm all, blah! Balled her eyes out. Oh, no. Can't watch the rest of this movie. Oh, no. <laughs> well, okay, I guess maybe that leads us to something before we go on to the rest of the list. If you could be possessed by anyone or anything, what would it be? If I could be possessed by anything? Yeah. Oh, gosh. First instinct, Liza Minnelli. <laughs> For you? <laughs> it just came out. I don't is know. Liza Minnelli is, is still alive, isn't she? Yeah, but when she's not. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give okay. her a vessel. <laughs> like, how about Judy Garland? That <laughs> might make more sense. <laughs> I'm like, you can't be possessed by somebody who's still alive. I went alive. with first she's instinct. Like, We're going with, with just going from the gut. I, 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 I drew a blank. I can't be possessed by anything because I don't even know. I'm okay. so sorry. That, that's that why caught me off guard. That's because I just made it up. Did you hear what Daryl said? I did. He said you should be possessed by a good cook. I think you, you already have a good cook Dude. in the house, and you should take off your shoes and stay in the kitchen where you belong. <laughs> right? Take off your shoes. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so that's a good one. Oh, you're number three. I am. Okay, so uh, going back to the uh, the 80s, um, horror movies that we used to watch from the video store. This one was more of a funny, and we actually still reference it from time to time because it's got so many great lines in it. And if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. You will laugh your ass off or roll your eyes or both. Um, student Bodies. I love oh, Student Bodies. I need to find my own. Oh, my gosh. The best. best so goofy. Cheesy, they, yes. scary movie. I'm going to kill the kid with a gum. Yep. They had the body count. Like they would just show um, a trash bag of the next dead person and number three, number yeah. three, number three. And it was so stupid. But uh, the killer, who we don't know who they are till the end, uh, everywhere they walked around in this uh, school, which I think they were having a prom or something. It was after hours. It was yeah. a nighttime event. But he, you know, the whole. He was the breather. <sighs> that was his name. The breather. The breather. And, and then. He's walking up the stairs and steps in a pile of gun. I'm going to kill the kid with a gum. And when you're 13, that is the funniest shit you've yeah, ever heard. It was a great movie. Yes. That was that should be on the list of not so scary, but wonderful, wonderful Absolutely. scary movies. Yeah. Student bodies. Look yeah. it up. Oh, yeah. Great one. Um, my number two is When a Stranger Calls. Ooh. The original version with Lotka's wife. Yes. Simka. Carol Kane. There you go. Yes. Um, again, I've not seen this movie. Its reputation did proceed. This is... Okay, so let me actually go into this a little bit. I was so afraid of this movie when I was a... I was was afraid of the commercials Mm -hmm. of this movie. Same. That's why I've never, to Mm. this day, have not seen this movie. Mm -hmm. Because the commercials scared me so bad as a child. Mm -hmm. I was... That I will not watch it. And that's why I think it's one of the scariest movies of all time. Well, and talk about urban legends. I think that... Story was an urban legend so much so that it became a movie. Maybe. I think looking at it later and also we were of a babysitting age and we're doing babysitting. Well, and I never understood this part, which I guess it didn't matter to me as 
as a kid. I want to but when they were so like, bad. what? I want to interrupt you so bad. So oh, I just did. And then I ruined it. Go ahead. Oh, good. <laughs> I, I go, oh, good. I don't know what that means. Um, I, 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 when they said the, the phone is coming or the call is coming from inside the house. What the fuck does that work? I don't, yeah, I never quite got that because it wasn't like they had cell phones back then or right. anything. Right. Mm-hmm. But right. I so never maybe, saw the movie, so I don't know right. how so that maybe even they, happened. Mom and dad had a separate line in the bedroom and then they were calling the main line in the living room. You didn't I see didn't, the movie either? No, of okay. course that is too scary. What do you want to do tonight? <laughs> what do you want to do tonight? <laughs> Not that I'm in bed by eight. Oh my goodness. Oh my God. Okay. Oh my God. So, and, and what would he say, Lisa? Do you remember? Have you checked the children? Yes. Oh. I totally was not going to. I was going to make something up, but you, yes. It would have been funny. Yeah, you have you checked up. the children? Yeah. And yeah. then when she does, it's not good. No. And no. then she then ends up on taxi. <laughs> yeah. And, Her career uh, took that, a dive after yeah. that. Yep. And Scrooge. actually went up. She was in Scrooge. She was in Scrooge. She's actually a pretty good actress. I, I like agree. Carol, Carol Kane? Carol Kane. I get Carol Kane and Carol King mixed up. Tapestry. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry. Keep going. Um, oh, my number two, uh, I did see as a grown up, and, uh, I didn't want to, I did see it during the daytime around Halloween and it still was horrifying. And what is so scary about it, I'll tell you, uh, the name of the movie is, uh, the Rob Zombie one, the thousand corpses. Oh yeah. So holy crap, Manwich had it too. Mm-hmm. I ruined his jam. I've never oh, no, seen that's fine. That. No, shocks. Big shocks. Lisa's never seen it. But I love Rob Zombie, and one of the best concerts I've ever been to was a Rob Zombie show, and it was really great. So I was excited to see the movie with people, even though it's scary times. And uh, what he does as a director is, is just so chilling. And I thought it would be more cartoony, like him, you know, like comic book scary, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, fake blood type scary. And his characters are so uh, chilling and just the things he does. But the scariest scene of the whole movie, I'll just tell Lisa so she can have nightmares about it and not Perfect. have to watch it. But like there's, always. I think there's a cop that finally shows up to to see what's happening. And um, the bad guy has a gun on him and he makes him get on his knees and he points it at his head and then they the camera backs up. And then it's a still frame and the camera backs up and it's a still frame. And the camera, this guy is waiting to be shot for a good 45 seconds and it's dead quiet. And it's the scariest shit I've ever seen in my life. Wow. Yes. And that's number two. That's number two. That's wow. Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then of course there's the classic at the end, spoiler alert. Um, you know, when the girl finally thinks she's safe, mm-hmm. Oh my God, you know, I made it. Everybody else died and here's a ride. And I'm, you know, they'll take me to the police or to safety. Not so fast sister. She, did she become Living Dead Girl? Uh, stay tuned. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> okay. So that was, that's you are just really good with your words today. Thank you. Yeah. Very very prepared. Uh, yeah, she you are prepared. She really she put the work, put in. The work mm-hmm. in this week. <laughs> um, that's because I yelled at her week one. <laughs> <laughs> did you even try? <laughs> My so drum roll. Thank you, Manwich. My number one is the Amityville Horror. Ooh. Okay. The so, original, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, let me just say, let me just tell you a little bit about this one. Not actually seen this movie. Um, Have we ever had anybody more unqualified know, to huh? do a list? <laughs> the thing is, there is... The, the legend. It, it, the, the thing about my list is... The fact that they're so scary she won't see that I won't even watch them. I, I can relate. I feel you. Yes. But with Amityville Horror, it was another one that just the commercials alone mm. went. 
I used to watch as a kid scared me so bad. I remember actually during the time that it was, it had come out to the theater or whatever, I wouldn't even sleep in my bedroom. I would sleep downstairs on the couch Mm -hmm. next to my parents until that they went upstairs because I was so, it scared me so bad. But then if a commercial came on, I would run into the other room (laughs) because they played the commercial over and over. Over and over. And stuff. So I was so afraid of the Amityville Horror that I still, to this day, have, I've like listened to podcasts about Mm -hmm. the real house. I've listened to uh, people talk about the fact that it really wasn't as scary as it was, this and that. But the commercials terrified the but Jesus out of me. So, so scary. Yeah. So my number one <laughs> of scary commercials, <laughs> apparently, scary commercials. is the Amityville Horror. Oh, Chile. well, Chile. I, I know I was giving you shit, but seriously, the scary commercials, I never saw it either. And in fact, I was so scared by it. I would never buy, live in, or stay in a house with those creepy ass New England windows that uh, look like eyes. Yeah. That's one Won't thing I like it. about our new house. Our we new house kind of creepy, creepy eye windows. They're square. They're not like twink, twink, like, oh. like a blinky, scary ass uh, red eye. They're I'm going to put eyelashes yeah, on him and you'll beg to differ. I don't she know if your HOA will allow it. Yeah, That's right. probably true. Those people moved in the neighborhood with a crazy You're going to need to plug your face eyebrows. house. Right. Okay. Uh, face, face house. house. <laughs> My number one, and I think that you know it. I know our friend Debbie knows it, um, was more situational. But I think like a lot of ours on the list, it's uh, based on a true story. And it's even more scary because it could happen to you. It's not supernatural. I'm not afraid of ghost stories. It's um, real people losing their minds and killing at random. Nobody's mad at you. Nobody's whatever. So anyway, um, Debbie had somebody in her family that flaked on a vacation and they were going to Cape Cod. She asked me to go to Cape Cod in real life. And I went and it was great. And we had a beach house on Cape Cod. She wanted to watch The Strangers. My number one movie. So we're watching I've The Strangers. I've seen that. <gasps> you did? Uh-huh. Bradley Cooper, that's why, huh? Well, yeah. yeah, I just watched it because Bradley <laughs> With Cooper the sound was off. in it. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it really I good? I listened to it. The sound was off. Per se. No, I'm just kidding. I watched it. But you can do, it. it's not one of those like the scream where, you know, why didn't you charge your phone or why didn't you do this or why didn't you lock your door? Or, why did These people did everything right. And the scariest part of the whole thing, they're, you know, when they're about to get killed, they're like, well, why us? And they say, well, you were home. And it just chilled me oh. to my core. And it could be anybody. They weren't targeted. They would. They were just thrill killers with these kids that that had nothing to do. I think I remember you telling me that when you first saw it, and that's why I watched it and mm-hmm. stuff about it. And you gave it such a buildup that I wasn't as scared oh, as you were good. because. Uh, but I did, I enjoyed it. I thought it was well done and yes. it was scary. So yes. I'm, I'm going to give you that. Well, and situ- situationally, um, you know, so we're in this beach house in the middle of nowhere. We uh, don't know anybody. The lights are off and, you know, I love the sound of the ocean and the smell of the ocean and these uh, masochists that I was staying with, my best friends, <laughs> they, <laughs> they, they just have the screen door open to the ocean in the darkness after watching the strangers. And, you know, my eyes didn't close the whole night. Can we shut that, please? <laughs> yeah. Like, can we lock everything and then maybe put a piano in front of the door? Is and, that okay? Do you yeah. guys mind? that yeah and we don't have a piano can you buy a piano (laughs) did it come with a baseball bat because i I need a weapon and i need a locked door in my life right now but it really stuck with me oh my that's awesome okay that's a great top five everybody we'd like to hear yours as of always um we we are going to take another break 
And um, we will be back with our Man Witch Minute. Man Witch Minute! Well, actually, instead of a break, oh. I was going to interject two titles. One is Idle Hands, a horror movie that's actually a freaking hilarious comedy, too. Ooh. And the other one is The Fourth Kind. All about the residents of Nome, Alaska report being abducted by aliens (sighs) exponentially more than anywhere else in the world. And they have a lot of real footage of supposed alien craft descending on houses and things. Terrifying if you watch it alone late at night. (laughs) I wouldn't ever, ever, ever. Huh. So, okay. Good picks. Back to the action. That's, yeah, that's good. good. Those picks. are good picks from Brian. And My, I wouldn't. Uh, it wasn't a spooky movie, but the movie that scared the crap out of me the most was Jaws. Oh sure. When when the damn head pops out. Yep. I, no, I, freaked me out. I was we were in the movie theater. I was bawling my eyes out. Man. I believe it. Bigger and that was out. last year. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I didn't watch it till I was in my forties, and it terrified yeah. me. Yeah. But yeah, how many people didn't go to the into the water after that? Yeah. Right. Well, Spielberg. He had some scares up his sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> he was a paranormalist. What was, what it? was the what a is shark bear? Shark. He was bear. a shark bear. Ooh, have you guys seen Sharknado? No. No, that's really good. Is it? Re- no. <laughs> it's good that's if you've got a little TV. buzz. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> Let's all get drunk and watch Sharknado. And Anaconda right after that. <laughs> you don't have to ask me twice. Snakes on planes. <laughs> Snakes on. There's a motherfucking <laughs> snake on this plane. <laughs> Okay, um, so that brings us to our Manwich Minutes. We, at this point in our podcast, give Daryl Brown, our Manwich, exactly one minute to talk about his male perspective of our spooky, spooky podcast. And take it away, Daryl. Well, all right. Well, that was lots of fun. Uh, learned some stuff. Learned a lot. I didn't know that Walter Cheeseman was Walter Cheeseman, you know, but good to know. I like that. Uh, yeah, I never got to go to the rich home. I didn't do that one. Uh, we did some neighborhood stuff, like we said, and with the kids and everything, which was, you know, a lot of people won't believe our story that we had that happen to us, but still one of the freakiest things in my life. And yeah, you're right. We don't talk about it when we're together. It's kind of one of those things like we put it back here and leave it there. So, uh, I wish Lisa, I know what I got to do now. I got to take my wife uh, to the video store and get the videos because <laughs> she has not seen anything, this poor sheltered child. And she's never seen The Last American Virgin. And on that, Ooh. that is the Man Witch Minute. <laughs> that was like 55 seconds. So it was almost exactly a minute, which is amazing. And I have not seen The Amer- Last American Virgin. And you know why? Because she's scared of her mother. Because I'm scared of my mom. And my mom told me that I couldn't watch it. And we went over to Karen Hamamoto's house. And they were all watching it. And I sat in the other room and cried. Because I knew I was going to get in trouble. That's right. But when uh, we got the scrambled Playboy channel, you, you made it out to... To take a peek. No, I watched the... Pl- my mom didn't say you can't watch the Playboy, Playboy channel. If she would have said that, then I wouldn't have done it. But my mom said, you are not allowed to watch uh, The Last American Virgin. I, to this day, have still not ever true. seen it. But yeah. it was cool with the Playboy channel because we can make up now, our own dialogue. Mom, can I watch The Last American Virgin now? Did, isn't no. Julia Gulia's husband in that? Uh, if it makes you feel any better, crabs. it wasn't very good. Okay, good to know. I'll just go ahead and It wasn't nearly as good as Porky's. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> isn't it the same thing? I think the scary thing that's going to happen is you guys trying to find a video store. That's oh, what I was thinking that? too. Is there I, I, a video store? After I said, store? I'm like, oh, that was stupid. We're yeah, going to Blockbuster, guys. We're going to go crazy. 
Cinemata Blockbusters. <laughs> I'm going to eat all the snow caps I can handle. And, eat and, and chew some blackjack gum. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> You guys, again, to our listeners, thank you for putting up with us, thinking that we're as funny as we obviously think we are. And um, from uh, The Good Witch. (laughs) That's not it. Don't stay classy. No, that is plagiarism. (laughs) Stay witchy, friends. And stay bitchy.